0: You know I love a high-low moment. From the heart of New York City. Morning, people. It's Morning People with Preston Conrad. Yep, into it. And it all starts right now. Guys, if you love home decor or anything to do with DIY projects, or if you've got stuck in a TikTok hole watching home decor videos, you're in the right place because today my guest is Erica Vare. She's the creator behind Peony and Honey. She has got tons of followers. I'm talking well over a quarter of a million on TikTok, 110K on Instagram, 11K on YouTube. And she is such a treat to talk to. And we are going to go through the top five interior decor trends right now, according to Erica. And then we're going to play a quick game of smash or pass, where we talk about trends that are in or out for your home. So you're going to love this episode. It's such a treat. Uh, Sit back, enjoy. And here's Erica. Erica, I feel like we know each other, or at least I feel like I've been in your house.
1: (laughs) I mean, you pretty much have.
0: (laughs) Because you have shared the most beautiful home content on, and I first found you on TikTok.
1: Yeah. TikTok is really where it's at to find new people. Like, I feel like I found, like, 30 new decor besties just from TikTok, you (laughs) know? I
0: love your sense of style. I love your content. How did you... By the way, everybody, if you don't know Erica... She's got well over a quarter of a million TikTok followers, which is wild, and puts out amazingly accessible yet super elevated TikTok content. How did you get started in this world? Because I feel like if I read correctly, you were in media or in radio or TV or something, and now you're this like amazingly bougie decor person.
1: <laughs> I love that. That sounds amazing. That's a great descriptor. Um, <laughs> I'll take it. Um, yeah, so I actually was in radio and television for um, over 10 years. Um, was a, wow. a, a talk radio host on an afternoon drive time talk show with like three comedian dudes and me. Um, oh my God. Yeah, like talking about literally everything from sports to anything going on in the podcast in Politics and entertainment, everything. And um, I developed chronic illness. Um, I got diagnosed with something called POTS syndrome back in 2018. And it just... Oh, my gosh. It just literally just stopped me dead in my tracks. I had to take a big leave from the show. I tried very hard to get back. I actually went back prematurely just because I was just missing it so much. And um, ultimately, I spent five months basically like dying every day I was at work like every single break of the show I was laying on the floor feeling horrible um so I eventually just had to give it up so um oh my god yeah and at the time it was like very new to me you can live with this illness there's no cure but um you know you Mm. can manage it but it's just not is
0: this why you were ill recently because you were you were you were (laughs) recently you were kind of sick
1: yeah so basically or did you break something well, I, hurt, I injured my back, and then while I was nursing a back injury, um, a friend came over to check on me, and he had recently traveled to Vegas, and he gave me COVID, so... <laughs>
0: oh, was that your first time getting it?
1: <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, oh my it's, God. it's not going to be that bad. I'll be fine. I'll be fine, and then 25 <laughs> right. days later, I was like still sick, so the thing oh. is with, with POTS patients is typically things health-wise just affect us more, so... You know, a simple cold can put me down for two weeks, you know, so I just have to be a little bit more careful than the average person. And when, you know, I hurt my back and then I got COVID, it just like really sidelined me. But that's pretty much what I'm used to. Like something will sideline me and I just claw my way back out of the well again to try to, you know, get back to doing what I love. But yeah, I literally started Peony and Honey, my page, like, while I was in bed with Pot syndrome, recently diagnosed fainting, like, five to ten times a week. Um,
0: stop. That's insane.
1: Yeah, I know. No, I was
0: saying, stop. I don't believe it. That yeah. you were so, what a determined, creative you are.
1: <laughs> you know what? I've just been somebody that's, like... I think it's my Midwest upbringing, like I'm a bootstraps person, you know what I mean? Like something happens to you, yep. you just don't quit. You just find a way yep. around. Um, so I was just, you know, plodding in bed for when I was bedridden for like, I don't know, a year. And I was like, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna do something with this. So like each day I would like decorate a little corner of my house and then post it on Instagram. And then it just sort of started snowballing. And I told my parents at the time, who were just so rooting for me to get better and find a new career, I was like, I think I have something here. I think I think I need to lean into this. And they were like, what do you have to lose at this point? So that's what I've been doing, just sort of I can't say I've become like an overnight success like other people I've seen, you know, just go crazy on TikTok like overnight. I'm like the grind it out girl. Like I am just like working my way to
0: the top. Well, I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you. So speaking of the grind it out, because I, I, um, TikTok is a labor of love. And I think people believe that even if you just have a niche, and you put out content that everything will just pop off. I mean, you do need to put some time and effort into your content. And that's what I love about your stuff is that I can tell it's thoughtful and I'm like, oh wow, I I see a before and after, or I see a transformation or whatever it may be. How much time do you spend making content? Because it does look really polished and I like that everything feels kind of different but all under your same brand umbrella.
1: Yeah, I think um, my brain just never stops working. I'm sure you know, once you work for yourself, you really, you think, oh, I'll set my own hours and I'll do this on this day. And and it just ends up being, you just work 24 seven. I'm never not thinking of the next piece of content. And I used to say in radio or the saying is in radio and TV, you're only as good as your last broadcast. And so I feel that same way about creating content online. You're only as good as that last room makeover, that last DIY project. So the wheels are always turning, but I would say probably I spend upwards of 50 hours a week doing something related to the brand,
0: you know? But how how do you keep redoing your house? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because see that's or, or the how, struggle. You must have to, you're going to have to buy you're going to have to buy six more houses.
1: <laughs> yeah, so my thing is like I always tell people cuz they're like, "Oh, well, you've already done every room in your house, come do mine." And the reality is with my health, I still have some challenges, so it's just yeah. a bit easier to yeah. do my own house and use my house as inspo to help other people versus traveling to totally. other people's homes and helping them. So, the actual plan is uh, we are currently looking for a new home right now. Um, and this time oh my gosh. I'm doing things a lot different. This house that we bought was a flipped house. So it really didn't need yep. all the work that we put into it. And a lot of people would say we probably wasted some money here putting you know, unnecessary investments in the house. But to me, if your home is beautiful, that's all, and you get to live in it for however long, that's an investment worthwhile. Um, but totally. yeah, uh this time I'm looking for a grandma's house. Literally, give me the green carpet, oh the avocado gosh. fridge. Like the uglier the better, just like in good shape. Um because <laughs> totally. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in and I'm going to start from scratch. Like I'm I'm full on, like ready to take on a complete home renovation. This one was just like making over rooms. This will be more about yep. renovation. I want to completely gut whatever kitchen we get and just start, like, completely fresh. Um, so I'm excited about that. Oh, my God. It's a little hard to find exactly what I'm looking for here, but I think it can be done.
0: Because where are you in? Are you in Columbus? Are you outside of Columbus? Cleveland. Is that right? Cleveland, Ohio. Are you Ohio. in Columbus? Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah, yeah. Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. But there's um, got to be some beautiful old gems some beautiful old homes by you, I would imagine.
1: There are some. The neighborhoods that we're trying to stay in are ones that like, you know, we have friends close by and things like that because I do, Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I rely on my friends. My family all live in Chicago. So I, I rely on my friends to be my support system here, my family. So we don't want to move too far away from them. But I will say there are yeah. some gems here. It's just, we have to find the right one. It has to be like, For me, I need to see the vision when I walk in. I want to see the possibility of what I can do in those in the space. If I don't think I can bring value to that home or if I think that, um, it's just not the right layout because, you know, I'm already thinking about which angles I'm going to take photos from and things like that. There are things oh my that God. I've my learned. A husband you know?
0: thinks I'm crazy like that. Like when yeah. we look at a space or an apartment or something, I'm like, well, how? I mean, we're going to have to photograph this or I'm going to have to shoot video content here. Or how does that work? And he's like, yeah. it's a really something you have to think about when you're looking at a space, especially totally. if you're in our world.
1: You're like, "Okay, where's the door? Where's the door entry to the bedroom?" Oh, I'm not going to be able to photograph the bed yeah. from this angle. Like, these are things that I think about, you know, that I never would That's have. That's amazing. We definitely didn't think about when we moved into this place. We were just so desperate to not be renting anymore. We bought our house that we're in now the same month we got married, and we moved in the same month we got wow. married, and I don't recommend that whatsoever. Um it's a wonder we're still together, <laughs> honestly. Um but yeah. Right. I think this time around we're just we have no reason to like rush out of this house. There's no reason for us to leave here. So we can kind of take our time and picking that, cherry picking that right project because I want to take my followers through the entire journey with me. And I'm excited because it's like for the first time in my life, I'm actually getting to create something totally from scratch. And I've never been able to do that before.
0: So. That sounds so exciting. I was going to say that whole process sounds like a TikTok Feature waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. Do you think about? Because sometimes I get accused of on TikTok or like I don't know. You know the comments are always nasty, or not always, <laughs> but there are a lot more nasty comments on TikTok than on Instagram because yeah. it's people you don't know, and people will say you know like here in the Catskills where I am, we don't have a lot of um, things that are open late, so I'll run to like a Dollar General to buy something, mm-hmm. and then I do these videos on Dollar General stuff I find, and people are like. I can't believe you're just going there to like make these videos, or or you know you you only do stuff for TikTok videos. And it's like I don't just, but of course I see a fun video and everything I do. Do you do you plan things around if it can benefit you content-wise?
1: Um, I literally am thinking of that TikTok sound. Everything is content. Everything is content. <laughs> literally. Yes. If, if I'm yeah. gonna if I'm gonna open up my home and I'm gonna share my life and give you free, free ideas and inspiration. Yeah. Everything I want to be content, I'm going to make it content, anything I possibly can. I'm always thinking from a content brain, Um, even just buying something as simple as like, I don't know, a new toothpaste or something like, or a toothbrush. I'm like, oh, is it aesthetic in case like I'm filming my bathroom (laughs) and someone just happens to see? Um, Yeah, I think. It's sort of I will say there's a little element of like Truman Show vibes at times where you're like, you know, drink more Ovaltine, you know, and you're walking around the house like (laughs) everything's linkable. wait I can't buy that shirt oh, right. they're not on like to know it you know what I mean um
0: wait I've had that before I'm like I really love something and I and I'm like oh wait there's no link to it I can't talk about it on Instagram yeah. because people are gonna stalk me for it and I can't that's it's just a weird world we live in
1: I've just learned to sort of like buy what I love and then what I can link I will and then I'm always the person if someone wants a link to something I'll try to find a reasonable facsimile for that item and that's yep. you know hey yep. that's the best I can do because I gotta at some point live my life, you know, and buy the things I want to buy. And, you know, I I always think about like certain things in my home that I'm like, oh, the curtains are sold out. Darn it. Maybe I should use other curtains. But it's like, no, my design brain says those are the right curtains for the room. They're being used and I'll find, you know, a good similar item.
0: Totally. Speaking of social kind of being such a in the forefront of our brains, how do you I feel like you have such a nice positive outlook on social it's really refreshing um how do you handle shitty stuff like bad comments or weird trolls are you a blocker are you an ignorer what do you what's your like go-to
1: i feel like um my 10 years in radio really trained me for this career specifically um i do feel for Mm. my fellow creators that you know get these hate comments and aren't used to things like that however you know, I would have people calling up the radio station on the phone telling me how terrible I was and like calling my bosses, no. sending me emails, telling me to, you know, unalive myself. Like I, I've been picked oh. apart every which way up and down and sideways that it's like I don't really think there's anything anyone can say to me like in a TikTok post that is going to like hurt me to my core. I will say, though, I match energy. So if someone's coming a little feisty in my TikTok feed, I think what's best is to sort of just, you know, give them a little sass back within reason. You know, I think most people expect to say what they want to say and have zero repercussion. I think they expect they're either just going to be blocked right away or you just won't answer them. But if you do like give them a little something, um, a lot of times they're like, oh, well, oh, I'm sorry. Uh." They always, they
0: always apologize because I noticed, I think on TikTok particularly that um, people just want to be, heard and interacted with. They're like, Oh my God, I didn't think you respond. I'm really sorry. I didn't mean it that way. And I'm like, Oh, well you were so nasty, but I guess, I guess it's okay. (laughs) The
1: thing is what's unfortunate is in social media, you know, this when you make TikTok videos, if it has a negative something or other in the front, like, Oh, things I hate design styles. I hate those videos pop all the way off. And you're like, Okay, so people just like, instead of me being like 10 things I absolutely love and design right now, people are like, nah, I don't care. (laughs) So I definitely think there's, it sort of has trained people to be negative sometimes because that's a lot of what they see. I do try to, though, give people um, the benefit of the doubt as much as I can. And I do practice kindness as often as I possibly can. If you're going to come for me, like, personally, because of a design I posted, yeah, I'm going to stick up for myself. But, um, yeah, I'm not a big blocker unless you're just, like, spamming me or something. I think some people just have a bad day and then they'll come back and apologize. Or it's TikTok. You may not show up on their FYP ever again, you know?
0: Ever again. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Wait, so you said something about um, trends, and I want to... I think a lot of people are going to want to know this. I want to play a little game or pick your brain. I want to talk about the top five interior trends that you love right now. (laughs) I think there's so much fun stuff happening. Inspiration on TikTok, inspiration on Pinterest. Your house is inspiration for me. If you could name five, what are five things that you absolutely love for everyone listening at home?
1: Okay, number one, and you'll see it on like a million of my pieces, fluted fluted furniture, fluting in general, taking that pole wrap from Home Depot that comes on a roll. It's so easy to cut. You just yep. nail it right in. You can even glue it if you don't want to. It just brings such a texture to a piece and it instantly elevates whatever you're working on. If you're working on like, I don't know, a table or something and it's looking a little like meh, just th- slap some pole wrap on it and it's amazing. Um, two is I'm really into moody colors right now. Um, maybe it's Same. because fall I love is coming. moody
0: colors.
1: Yeah, just like, <sighs> give me the contrast, you know? I'm looking for some, like, depth yep. in a space. Um, mm-hmm. that's a second one. Yep. I know a lot of people give me flack on it on TikTok, but I love rattan anything. Like the cane webbing on furniture. Um,
0: I think I'm it's obsessed. Pretty. What do people say about Cane on TikTok, do they just say it's done or something to you? (laughs) That
1: it looks like their grandma's house from the 70s in Boca
0: Raton or something. (laughs) But that's the point. That's the point. It's cyclical. Everything comes back. It's just like fashion. I mean, flare jeans were big 30, 40 years ago, and cane was big 30, 40 years ago. It's all back. You know what I mean? And it'll go out of style eventually, but it'll come back.
1: I totally agree. And I think if there's something that's coming back that has great texture to it, why are we complaining? Like it's texture okay
0: i love that i'm a, i'm aligned on that so cane is on your list yes. Love it.
1: um obviously you can see What's behind next? me my my wall moldings i'm very into vintage moldings right now i just think they make anything look classic and if you're talking about like bougie you want your house to look bougie get some cheap i, I mean i know wood's expensive right now but i promise this type of trim is still very inexpensive you will instantly elevate it your space. It looks so
0: good. Did you do a video on? Did you do a video on molding that snaps on the wall ever? Yeah, like these are, just like, these are, are you peel and stick.
1: These are like literally stickers. You okay, just that's how them. I
0: first found you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's how I found you. I saved that video. I started following you. Okay, you're gonna have to tell me where I can buy those for my house in the city.
1: Uh, yeah, there's. It's actually a woman-owned small business called Lux Architectural, and I love her. Esther is her name that owns it. What a genius idea, first of all. Love. Okay, genius. Second of all, genius. I think about, I th- it's not the most budget-friendly option, but if you're going to have them on your walls forever, then, like, who cares, you know? Um,
0: totally, but it also feel- just looks so chic.
1: It does. It really does. And once you peel them on and put them on, I clocked. So they're not going anywhere. They'll be there for as long as I want right. them on there. Now, if you, But if you're renting, you can unstick them from the wall and take them with you. Um, I've already removed oh my some. God. And it didn't peel off the whole drywall or anything. Just a little bit of the paint. That's it. So love it. So
0: for anyone that obviously is, is just listening and not watching what I'm seeing in oh
1: yeah, I, I guess camera I'm right now, a lot.
0: the molding... <laughs> No, but no, I, because I want to describe because it's so beautiful. You know when you go in like an old, pretty, stately room or home and there's that molding on the wall that almost looks like picture frame molding large at scale and it's done in the same color as the paint? That's what we're talking about and I'm ordering from Lux Architectural and this is not sponsored by them and um we're just supporting a small business
1: yes she would absolutely <laughs> love that and she's such a good kind-hearted person when i was down with covid she sent me like a doordash gift card like literally the nicest Aww. person on the planet like i really i i'm so proud to support her business um and share her as often as i can but yeah big into wall molding i love that um i think i still what's have the one-, one
0: last thing i think there's that yeah. yeah one more
1: well let me think for a second um Ooh, here's one that maybe might be overlooked is statement lighting i'm big on statement lighting why are we settling for the boob light you know what i mean like why are we going oh that's a project for another day the first thing i do when i walk into my new house whatever house that is we're taking all those light fixtures down and we're putting up some fabulous new lights. I just think it really sets the mood for any space. And And it's also
0: one of the most affordable ways to upgrade a space.
1: 100%. I have so many listed like on my Amazon storefront of like all the different like cool light fixtures, like all under 200 bucks. It's like, why wouldn't you just take a minute, find the most important rooms to you and swap out those light fixtures? I even learned how to do the electricity myself because I swap out lights so often because I just love doing it because it just oh makes God. such a statement.
0: That that's, ne- I wa- that's next on my list. I want to talk more about DIY, but I also want to quickly, I'm going to throw out five trends or home things and you're just going to tell me a simple, um, let's call it, smash or pass if you love it you're smashing it if you hate it you're gonna pass it okay okay um first up dark green kitchens smash or pass
1: smash i almost considered a neutral you know
0: totally i I also think we're just everyone's over living in an all-white kitchen for a million years or a gray kitchen and people want color again
1: yeah, you know what? I have a white kitchen, and I really would like some, you know, the next house, some something a little spicy. Not yep. as not as clean white anymore. But it is a classic, but still.
0: It is. Okay, um, number two, shiplap panels, smash or pass?
1: It's a tough one. I'm sort of in the middle. Um, I've seen it yeah. done well in sort of the yep. modern farmhouse type of homes. And I've also seen people paint it yep. like a color. I think... Smash oh, if like it's that. painted a color. Pass if it's just mm-hmm. white cookie cutter. Or rustic. I agree. I just feel N- like No rustic shit lap.
0: Do it. Yeah, I agree. I think people people just it was an easy like thing to recreate from television, from yeah. like a chip and Joanna. So I think it just became so saturated that people weren't actually being unique about it. I love your idea about um painting it. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number three is brass hardware on cabinets smash or pass
1: smash all the way oh give me all the brass yes. accents especially especially <sighs> polished brass where it gets that patina on it um, mm. I, some people would say oh I don't like that it does that I think it just adds so much character to your home and I like the cozy feel so anything like patina I'm a big fan
0: I love that okay number four gray true gray. Flooring, Gray wood flooring, smash or pass?
1: The fact that you only had to say the word gray and I was already passing. <laughs> <laughs> you knew. Here's the thing. I, I need warmth. I need warmth in my life. I I yep. believe our homes yep. are our sanctuaries and it's all about creating a calm space. Gray makes me stressed out. It just makes me feel cold and it reminds me of like a doctor's office. You know, it's just, whatever was like the cheapest flooring they could get. Now, if you have it, I don't, I'm not like offended by it. I wouldn't walk in your house and be like, ew, but it's just not for me personally. It would not be my, my
0: design aesthetic. Yeah. A lot of people are buying homes now that have gray in them from when they were flipped. Right. So they bought these nice houses that a lot of the flippers did the same thing, gray or white kitchen, gray floors. And people are like uh, asking me on TikTok a lot. Should I replace these? And I'm like, if you don't like it, you should replace it. If you love it, you should keep it. Like, don't go spend your hard-earned money for something just because someone on TikTok told you to. But I agree. I think the trend is what you're saying, warmer.
1: Yeah. And I always say happy people and happy homes is exactly what I'm going for. So if gray is your favorite color on earth and it makes you happy, then 100% go for it. My parents chose gray floors for their new build home. They had an option to do a warmer color. It's not my style, but yep. they absolutely love it. So who am I to be like, no, you must not have those, you know?
0: <laughs> totally. Yeah, it's like I always say to people on TikTok, it's like, do not, I am not the end-all be-all. I am just right. doing this for free to try to give you more inspiration mm-hmm. and and help everybody feel better and live a stylish life. That's what I'm here for.
1: Exactly.
0: Um, and lastly, and I might know the answer, judged on uh, basing on the room the beautiful room that you're in but the trend of painting more blush and pink tones in your home smash or pass
1: i mean obviously smash but i this is this is sophisticated pink is what we're calling this this is a this is a mauve a mauve a people were giving me a hard time whether i said mauve or mauve i don't really know but it's a beautiful color um it's gorgeous I think for a moment there, I think during the pandemic, I wanted to paint everything bright pink because we weren't leaving our homes and I was literally probably clinically depressed at the time. Um, yeah. So everything in my house was like this bright, cheerful pink. And there's nothing wrong with that color. But now I've entered the land of sophistication and I want calm vibes. And th- this type of blush tone really does it for me. So this sort of moody mauve blush tone is is where it's at i think personally
0: it's really beautiful and i knew which way you were going to answer but i just had yeah. to ask you because <laughs> it was on my list and of course you show up in this beautiful blush mauve room <laughs> um okay before i run out of time and i could talk to you forever and i'm almost out of time uh what i love about your account is that there's a lot of like taking back control, doing it yourself. You know, we don't need to hire interior designers. You don't need to spend a lot of money. If someone is scared to get into the DIY world, because it can be a little intimidating, what's a, what are some tips do you have for like, maybe starting a project or doing a little upgrade on something?
1: Yeah, I mean, I always tell people when they ask how I got into DIY, I had not, not picked up a power tool until 2020. So if you, wow. just, just two years ago, I had never even picked up a brad nailer, uh, uh, I didn't, I couldn't fathom using a miter saw, okay, I just yeah. started, and that's my biggest piece of advice, is go to the hardware store, like move the weirdo guys out of the way, and say, excuse me, I would like <sighs> the brad nailer, and I'm taking it home with me, and spend time on YouTube, like. Um, so many people put out like tool demos and things like that. The the thing that kills me is that women were never encouraged to do things like this growing up. We just weren't. My dad and grandfather mm. are both carpenters. They're both, they. my dad can literally build anything and I never picked up a tool until 2020. Because tools just weren't marketed towards women. They just, and they still aren't to a degree. You know, they're heavy. They're cumbersome. It's all so true. They're intimidating if you don't know how to use it. You know, so I'm trying to like break down that stigma a bit and. I do have several videos like where I will walk people through how to use a tool like I have a brad nailer tutorial where literally I'm like this is the battery. This is how it goes in. This is this button. This is what this does. This is how you load the brad nailer and I'm trying to I'm going to I'm hoping to do more in that series because I want I want other people to have what I didn't have. And that's a full start to finish layman's version of how to use these tools from a woman who gets it that Mm. you're scared to try, you know? Um, so yeah, going from, that's incredible. Yeah. Going from knowing nothing in 2020 to building coffee tables and, you know, renovating rooms by myself. I think, um, if I can do it, anyone, anyone can truly, and I don't, I don't have any special skills or learning, you know, I just taught myself.
0: One question. That's all really remarkable. And I, it's funny, I grew up on a farm. So I kind of like was around tools and stuff. So I, I was a little handy, but I had to relearn it all. And what you just said about YouTube um, and TikTok was so helpful because I would search yeah. the tool that I wanted and I would look at videos on, U- on TikTok of how people were using that tool. So I, I think everyone at home should just do their research and then just not be scared. Cause the worst that you do is you fix it. You fix your issue. You take it down, you know, whatever it is, what it is. You may spend and a little. It's happened
1: more. to the best of us. You know what I mean? Like I've, I actually share sometimes the DIY fails, the things that, you know, I do wrong or had to mm-hmm. take apart and redo again. You know, I like to share that stuff because that's, that is real life. You're going to make mistakes, but I do hope that someday when people search for a tool that they're trying to learn how to use on YouTube, my face or another female's face pops up and we're walking you through how to do it. So you're not intimidated because I can tell you from experience, That's amazing walking into the hardware store and having 8,000 male eyes looking at you, like what little project are you working on? Little whippersnapper. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, well I'm building an entire coffee so table true. by myself, you know, like I just, yes. I hope, I hope the future is, um, a little bit more evenly split between men and women, you know, doing these projects and women not being afraid to do them.
0: Well, the more use we have out there the more likely that is, that's going to happen. And I I love what you're doing. I love the content you're putting out. How can everybody find you on all of the things? How can people learn more about peony and honey and follow your journey?
1: Yeah, you can follow me on every social media platform, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. I have a website. Everything's at peony and honey, P E O N Y, just like the flower. It's my favorite flower. Um, and yeah, that's, I'm accessible anywhere. And I always encourage people to reach out to me if they have any questions or need advice on how to get started on something. I make a point to try to answer as many questions as I possibly can all the time.
0: You're an amazing resource. And now I can call you a friend. And I'm so happy you took the time to do this. And you gotta send me DMs of the houses you're gonna get. I wanna know before other people. (laughs) I wanna see what you're looking at.
1: (laughs) I definitely will give you the inside scoop if we find something. Thank you so much for having me. Like, it feels nice to put my radio headphones back on after, you know, wipe the dust off a little bit. So thank you so much. It means a lot.
0: (laughs) You're so welcome. I'll see you on TikTok. Sounds good. (laughs) This podcast is a part of the Upstarter Podcast Network. Podcasts are an amazing way for you guys to build and increase the value of your personal brand. So if you're looking to start a podcast just like I did, visit upstarterpods.com to get started today.